Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Chris Geis. So, you want to ride a motorcycle better, faster, safer, with more skill and confidence? Or do you want to ride a motorcycle for the first time? Or ride again after taking a break from riding? Well, the purpose of my podcast is to help grow the sport of motorcycling by helping riders of all levels, whether they are new to motorcycling or not, increase their knowledge and skills so that they are better, smarter, safer riders and are getting everything they want out of motorcycling, whether it's on the street, on the track, or maybe even as a fan or a participant in some form of motorcycle racing. My game is to help all motorcyclists up their game. This is episode 57, titled Manny Bastos from the Riders Academy at NYST. In this episode, I have a great chat with Manny Bastos, who got his motorcycle and track day instructor training with Yamaha Champions Riding School, and now runs his own rider training school, Riders Academy, at New York Safety Track, also known as NYST. I recently completed the Riders Academy and plan to do many more track days at NYST. We talk about track days, NYST, Yamaha Champions Riding School, California Superbike School, and why people do track days and how any street rider can benefit from learning to ride on the track. And we cover a lot of other topics, including track riding, street riding, wheelies, and more. This episode was recorded as a live video shown using Facebook Live. So if you prefer, you can check out the video on my Facebook page, So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle. Stay tuned as I will be doing as many of these podcast recordings as possible using Facebook Live, usually on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and I will, of course, continue to make the audio portion available via this podcast. This episode was recorded on Wednesday, August 26, 2020, and is being published on Thursday, September 3, 2020. I hope you enjoy it. Please remember that I love getting feedback from listeners, so when you're done listening, please message me on Facebook or Instagram or email me at soyouwantaride at yahoo.com and let me know what you thought of this episode. Anything you want to share with me will be a tremendous help and greatly appreciated. So, you want to ride a motorcycle? Well, you've come to the right place, because this is the So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle Podcast. All right, so any minute here, we should be going live on Facebook Live. So hello, everyone who is watching. My name is Chris Geis, I'm host of the So You Want to Ride a Motorcycle Podcast. This is episode 57, and my special guest tonight is Manny Bastos, who, among many other things, is a, a track instructor trained by the Yamaha Champions Riding School. He is also a coach at the New York Safety Track and recently started his own rider training school, Riders Academy. So, hey, Manny, how's it going? Hey, Chris, what's going on, man? How's everything? How are you? That's oh, going good. Glad, glad to have you on the show. Glad we could, we could work this out. Um, you know, it, it's it's really kind of cool. The, the the timing of things actually worked out really well. Um, I just last week did uh, California Superbike School. And initially, it was set up to do that in May. But because of the whole COVID thing, it got canceled, right? So rescheduled to August. And I was just like, you know, I'd never been on the track before, like myself riding. I've been on the back of a Superbike, which is a whole other thing we could talk about. Um yep. But I was like chomping at the bit to get on the track. And I was like, all right, well, for Superbike School, you know, I rented one of their BMW S1000 RRs, right? Leader sport bike. 
And I was like, amazing. Oh yeah, no, but I was like, you know what? It probably would make sense to get my feet wet a little bit. And so, you know, I I knew about New York safety track. I have friends who've been up there and I've been wanting to go out for quite some time. And it was like in the May timeframe, just as you guys, right. Things were starting to ease up New York safety track. You guys, you know, started releasing the schedule of events and stuff. You know, I saw something for the rookie day. So I think that was, I don't know if you and I met, I know I saw you that day. I don't know if we kind of really met, but so anyway, long story short. So I did the rookie day with you guys, which was an awesome way to just get oriented to being on the track, riding on the track. Uh, then I did Riders Academy with you, you know, the, the one day program, which was really cool. We'll get yeah. to that some more. And then, uh, you know, I did a track day in novice class. I rented, you know, one of the Kawasaki Ninja 400s you guys have. But the, the point is I got enough under my belt that I think I got that much more out of uh, California Superbike School because I had some experience being on the track. I kind of was starting to work on body position, you know, and some of the important things. So at any rate, I wanted to thank you for that because, you know, b- between like the Rookie Day and your Riders Academy, it was like the perfect like segue into doing that. So, Yeah, I think you went about it the right way, trying to get yourself doing, uh, getting yourself on a small bike first, getting a... Uh, your feet wet, as you said, and you know, by the time you got to the California Superbike with some good habits underneath your yeah. your uh, uh, built into you a little bit, you know, you're able to enjoy that BMW a little bit more, right? Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. You know, and it was kind of interesting because initially, and this is not a bad thing, but initially, I kind of felt like I took a step backwards doing California Superbike School, and the reason I say that is, you know, you guys were already getting me to work on body position a little bit. You know, whenever I go up there, I, you know, I buy some photos right from uh, uh, Peter. What's his name? Peter. Peter Levins, right? Great photographer who does the track photography. So I yeah. hit him up for at least a couple of his photos, and yeah, I post them on social media. But they're really good because they get you get to see your progression and you know, like I'm not like real aggressive, but I'm starting to get, you know, some upper body movement and lean into oh, yeah. whatever, yeah. which, nice which to, is, which is good. Yeah. Good. It's nice to see the pictures that he takes too. Oh, yeah. you, uh, you know, you always think you might be uh, Mark Marquez out there and then you see the picture. I know, uh, it's so cool. And one thing now that he actually just started doing, which I think is super duper cool is he actually started doing videos yeah. of you coming into the turn, which is uh, super uh, cool. That's so, a great, uh, that's a great tool too. Yeah. I haven't, I don't, I don't think he's done any of me yet, but I know I, I saw that he started posting them. So that, that, yeah, that's really cool. And and it's interesting too, because you know, like the, the first track day I did, you know, you have, it, it's really just good, and it's a reason that coaching is good. We could talk about that and, and your school, whatever. But you, you need that objective outside viewpoint, right? Because you're on the bike and you're doing your thing, and you think you're doing such and such, and it turns out, well, not really. Yeah. So when when you see a photograph or you talk to the coach and they say, "Hey, I observed this thing," um, it it makes a difference because you would just keep doing the same thing thinking you're okay and you're not really okay, you know? And, and, and yeah. so, you know, you know, I saw like some of the, the, like the first track they had did some of the photos that Peter did and they're awesome photos, but I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, like I'm really leaned into the turn. And then it's like, Meh, you know, body was like Meh, a little bit like that. So it, it, it's, it's a little humbling in a way, you know, and I guess it could be a little bit of an ego bust, but it, it's an honest assessment kind of of where you're at. And then I think, once you have that honest assessment, now you can actually work at, at improving as a rider. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It gives you that foot in the door and gives you an idea of what to start working on. And, yeah. you know, without knowing what that problem is, you know, we don't really know how to fix it. So I think the photographer at all, all racetracks do us all a great favor by yes. taking pictures. And, uh, 
you know, like I said, Peter's now doing those videos, which I think just takes it that extra little step further because it doesn't show you that one split second that you look like a pro. Right. It actually shows you the whole turn. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty sweet that what he does. No, that is, that is cool. That is cool. So I, I know you and I had chatted a little bit. It was a couple of weeks ago um, when we were kind of getting ready to do this. And I know, so, so you trained with California Superbike School, right? You did all four levels as far as I remember. Yeah, quite some time ago now. Um, I want to say like, gee, I couldn't remember, but uh, definitely a handful of years ago. Yeah, and that was that. That was prior to you doing the Yamaha Champions training, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, the Yamaha School about a year or so after I ended up doing that uh, California Superbike. Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe you could just talk a little bit like what what you see as the the differences. You know, having having experienced both, I I will at some point do Yamaha Champions. <laughs> um, it, it won't be to next year at the earliest. I'm kind of yeah. thinking. I probably want to finish California Superbike School, like at least level three, maybe do a day of level four, just so yep. I, I kind of finish that that package and, and you know their approach to doing things, which, which I like. Like I, I benefited tremendously. I don't want to like mix things. So I kind of thinking like, let me finish that and then, you know, take a look at Yamaha Champions and then kind of get the, the full beginning to ending, you know, of what, what they offer. But being you've been through both, you know, maybe you could share your... Both experience. phenomenal programs. Uh, I think uh, as a rider, you know, we should always try to take as many, you know, uh, uh, bits of school that we can take from anybody and take what we can from each program. Um, but but specifically the California versus the uh, Yamaha, I would say, is uh, the California Superbike break brings you in at level one, no matter what it is, and they build you up from there. You know, they start with, you know, this is a motorcycle, these are brakes these are tires and they really break down from the beginning and get you going from from there up uh the yamaha subs uh yamaha riding school as well uh brings it from the beginning but not so uh so so fundamental as far as uh those super duper basics um but the major difference that i picked up on between those two is that the yamaha school was a big uh believer in picking up the proper habits straight from the beginning and we're not preachers of you're not quite ready for that versus like i said the california superbike school they started you from the beginning and when you know one level at a time kind of thing versus the yamaha school kind of wanted you to begin with building the right habit from the beginning and then start squeezing the degree of application as time goes by, which is what I actually became a fan of versus the California Superbike school was, you know, they would teach shit in increments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing the California Superbike school may have changed the, their approach or their curriculum a little bit since you took it. Yeah. Like um, I said, a number of years ago. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I don't remember, they didn't get all to the, some of the basics that you mentioned, but it, it is very much uh, a, a structured program. Like everybody goes through the same things. All right. So Correct. Pr- presumably this may not be quite true, but you know, if, if you took someone who was a really experienced, like good, not, not just lots of laps, but a good track day rider, they're probably going to start them with level one and, and you're just going to go one, two, three, four. And I think, right wrong and everyone has to make their own decision about it i think the idea is that you know this is their idea presenting 
all the fundamental skills. And I think this five drills per level, like all the fundamental skills they think a rider needs to have to ride successfully on the track or on the street. Um, and they want to make sure that everybody has those, you know? And so, so, so what I started to say at the beginning was, you know, I, I did feel a little bit like I took a step backwards. Like if, if you look at photos of me on New York safety track, especially when I did the novice day, you, you'll notice I'm doing a lot of upper body for me, at least, you know, fair amount of upper body movement, yeah, really, really getting that working. And then you look at the photos from, you know, New Jersey motorsports park and it, and it's different. Now at first, like I said, I kind of felt like, Oh wow, I'm kind of going backwards. But in fairness, I had decided, you know, before I even did the first day of the class, I'm like, let me not come in with preconceived notions about things. I mean, yes, I have my experience and, and I believe I understand certain things, but it's like, let me just listen to what they have to say and, and do what they're saying are the things that I should do. That's the best way to get the benefit of what they're trying to offer. Uh, and and same thing. Same thing with Yamaha champions. Like when I do that, it's going to be like, okay, California Superbike School, fine, put that over there. I, I can I can recall it and use it any time. Now, okay, now it's Yamaha champions approach. So let me just listen to what they have to say. And so the point is, when when you do level one and level two, it's not about nothing about body position, and it's not like, you know, if you're showing good body position, they're not going to stop you, you know. But I was like, okay, so the first drill is, you know, fine throttle control. So we're going to ride around the track no brakes, just throttle. Right. And so, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And yes, I do know how to use my upper body, but I'm not going to worry about that. And so, you know, it turns out it's not till you do level three where they start to talk, I guess, about, and I haven't done it yet, but basically the man machine interface and, you know, your interaction with the motorcycle. And that's where they start to get into to body position and stuff like that. And, and it, but it was kind of good though, because by not worrying about, my body position, just focusing on the drill at hand, I, I, it was good. Like I did get corrected at some things and there were some things I think I was not doing correctly. So and anyway, I guess that's kind of their approach. And, you know, at least for, for, you know, for what I get out of it, it's, it's definitely, definitely workable. Uh, oh yeah. Like, like I said, they're both uh, awesome programs. They both have their pros and cons, you know, in, in comparison to opinions, sure. but, uh, you know, definitely something to take from each each program. Definitely, right. uh, for your super bikes, probably got some of the best coaches I've ever met. Really, those guys are mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal guys. Yeah. Um, and likewise, but you know, the Yamaha school, you of know, same, same thing. You know, just uh, you know, coaches versus um, uh, you know, Yamaha school. You got a lot of racers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Which is cool too, and and there's huge yeah. benefits to that. And it's it's actually kind of funny because. Uh, at the end of the first day after I changed out of the leathers or whatever, I put on my, uh, this, this, this year I signed up to support Kyle Wyman, you know, in North America with his Kyle Wyman army. Right. So I had the bright red t-shirt, you know, it says KW army on the front, yeah. du- Ducati okay. on the back. And, and so I, you know, I turned in my gear cause they, they freshen it. Even though they give you the same suit the next day, they like, you know, freshen it, you know, sanitize it, the whole thing, which is kind of cool. But one of the guys in the, in the trailer, right. Cause you know, uh, I guess probably Yamaha champions are similar Superbike school. They show up to the track with these two big, you know, semi tractor trailer trucks, right? With the bikes basically loaded in one, everything else is like loaded in the other. So dropping all the stuff off in the, in the truck, 
And as I'm stepping out, there's like three or four of the, the California Superbike School guys in there. And one of them goes, oh, by the way, he was joking around. He's like, don't wear that T-shirt tomorrow. You know, don't, don't wear that T-shirt again tomorrow, right? <laughs> and I, I was thinking because, you know, they use BMWs, right? BMW motorcycles for the school and like, you know, everything, all the, you know, the, the, the side of the truck and the suit and everything says BMW. And then it turns out I, I bumped to them, bumped into those guys later like when I got dinner. They showed up at the same restaurant and we were just chatting a little bit while they were waiting for a table. And it turned out, no, their objection was not, you know, Ducati versus BMW. It was the fact that Travis Wyman, <laughs> you know, who rides a BMW, um, teaches, teaches for California, California yeah. Superbike School. And then you, got, then you got Kyle who teaches for Yamaha Champions, yeah. um, which, which is really cool. So yeah, it, was just, it was kind of funny. Like, you know, so, it is pretty so the, you know, there are these different schools and, and different approaches. You know, I, I, one of the things I've heard with Yamaha Champions and one of the things that's appealing to me, you know, is the idea that, you know, they say that they're constantly, and, and because they're working with so many racers, right, they're constantly looking at what the top performing motorcycle road racers around the world are doing. And do they then need to adjust their curriculum based on that, right? You know, maybe, because whatever, you know, t- technique, I guess, you know, there's, there's, there's physics, and I guess there's certain things that will always be the same, but there's definitely an art you know, to riding and racing motorcycles, right? And oh, absolutely. I, I guess you know that. And I mean, that's one the thing. Guys, I, yeah, good. That's one thing you hear Nick saying, or uh, Ian is saying all oh, the time, yeah. is uh, you know we want to do what the best riders are doing. You know, we want to emulate what those MotoGP guys are doing, and uh, they are always looking, and they're always constantly trying to work with these guys. So, yeah. you know, uh, great program. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I don't, and they both have their successes, you know, like, uh, California Superbike school. I know, I don't know. They still are. I know they're sponsoring Rocco Landers. Um, but I know he's trained with them and that kid's just been, he just dominates every class pretty much yeah. that he's in, in Moto America, right. You know, his junior cop and, you know, twins cup, which yeah. Okay. You know, uh, Caleb DeCarroll has given him a run for his money for sure. Um, that, that's kind of that's kind of interesting too, though. Watching Rocco now, he's over, you know, doing the Red Bull. Uh, What's it called? Red Bull Mini, no, Red Bull Junior Cup or whatever. Um, and evidently, he's got some stiff competition over there because he's. Uh, yeah. I, I've been watching the races. He's kind of running at the back, which doesn't mean he's slow. It just means the other guys are faster. It's a couple know? of riders, man. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's got to be something coming off of winning championships and stuff and being used to running at the pack. Like I'm sure it's an ego adjust and you know he seems like a pretty level-headed kid and you know I, I won't get off into a tangent on motorcycle racing although maybe we will if you want to. Um but I I, I suspect he he will he's smart enough to take this as the learning experience you know and and watch what these guys are doing and it's yeah, tough it's, it's a spec class right so it's everyone's on the same bike. You know, and they're so young, man. They're 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 so lucky because they get the, all these great experiences, and they're getting this international experience yeah. from yep. you know all these high level riders. And you know, you can only expect to see them in the future. Like, you know, how how far are they going to go with it? Yeah, no, it, it's really cool, and and that's really that's one of the whole things with Moto America, right? When when they took over, you know, the the Superbike Championship and the, and the you know started the the new classes and whatever, it was with the goal of getting American riders over to you know to Europe and overseas. And so, you, know, you got Rocco Landers, you have um, Garrett Gerloff in World Superbike, right? Although he's you know still finding his way, but yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool to watch that. And now I don't know if you follow it at all, but now I was a pit race with my girlfriend, and you know, they had a round of the mini cup, right? The kids on the ovales, 
And yeah. it's just wild. I mean, to watch, you know, you could see some of the photos and stuff I posted, like the technique. You know, these, these kids, have, uh, they're like 10, 11, 12 years old. And like, you know, you, you look at them, you, you take one of my photos and like you could like blow it up and it would look like, you know, almost look like Marquez or something, you know, just in terms of body position and, and, and the technique they're using. So. Yeah, we have one of, one of the guys from that was a uh, rider with us at the at New York Safety Track. And, you know, he abandoned his own track days to put all the effort into his son. Oh, and nice. uh, his son is uh, riding uh, in the uh, Mini Cup Series. And the kid went, uh, he's been training everywhere. Like, again, same thing, you know, like just super lucky to have uh, the opportunity that his father's given him to ride mm-hmm. on all things. And he's in the Old Valley Series. Um, uh, Matthew uh, Siniscalci. Uh, okay. That name sounds familiar. He, I, th- yeah, yeah. I think he won a race or two at the last. Oh round. yeah, definitely yeah. has. Uh, okay. He's pretty good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's definitely yeah. a, a kid to try to follow, and hopefully, he takes it somewhere. Oh, that's awesome! And it's interesting too to see, you know, and and you know, it, kids are people. Right? Kids are people too. Like so, to see the emotion and stuff. So I know. I guess it was one of the heat races. I forget which class it was because they run three classes. I guess the one tens, one sixties, and the one nineties. Um, and one of the kids. One of the boys, I don't know how old it was, eight, nine years old or something, was like in tears after his heat race because he came in second. Yeah, so yeah. You, could, you could like see like the, the intensity of, you know, and in, in some cases, you know, maybe they may get pushed by parents and stuff. But for the most part, yeah. what, what I saw, these kids just love it. Like the parents are just helping these kids do something they want to do. Um, and, and they just love it and eat it up. Actually, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have Kayla Yakov on. She's, she's 12 years old. You know, she's won a bunch of championships and stuff. Huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll let you. I'll let you know when we're doing the episode. Yeah. Um. You know, and she rides an Ovali 190, and uh, it was just so cool to like. I guess waiting to just talk to her to introduce myself because I had you know messaged with her on Facebook, and I just wanted her to be able to put a face to you know to the the, the messages yeah. back and forth. But I had to wait because she was talking to Roger Hayden, right? So <laughs> Roger Hayden's there, like you know, coaching her, and she's like, yeah, 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 and she's like, you know, soaking it up. It, it's just just to see the uh, the level of commitment and yeah i guess what it takes right the top top racers you know you look at whoever you know whether it's bobier marquez like like all these guys the guys that are dominating their series you know pretty much started that way i guess you know five yeah, six absolutely. years old they're on motorcycles and you know like semi pro at 10 11 and then you know. she's and she's amazing i mean she really yeah she really goes out there and does it. She really has emotion behind it and like she has yep. some desire and, yep. uh, uh, you know, I, I like, I like watching her go out there and, uh, I had a daughter not long ago. So, uh, you know, I, I became partial to the, you know, right. okay. you know little women, girl right women and motorcycles. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. So I, started, I started following her and I think yeah. she's Oh, uh, that's cool. How old is your daughter? Uh, she's a year old. Year old. Okay, cool. So yeah, she's, got, she's got she's got a couple of years to go, but yeah, for, mo- for a motorcycle. But you know, the Strider bike or whatever—that's not too far away, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we got her on the on the pit, uh, putting around with us on the pit bike at the track now. So. Ah, no. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. The uh, the last episode I did was with Melissa Paris, right? Who's the you know lead lead technician mechanic basically for uh, uh, why is his name escaping me? Um, Stock 1000, Cameron Peterson. And, um, you know, she, she, during the interview, she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I was racing until I was like five months pregnant. And so <laughs> she's like, 
Holy crap. And she's, her son, I think, is two, two and a half years old now. And she said, yeah, this kid's amazing. Like the balance he has, like on his little Strider bike and all this stuff. It has to does. be so it's like, born. Yeah, it's like, it's it's like born, born in, right? Right. Okay, how, how do you compete with that? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah someone that gets to start that early. It's, it's, right. uh, so uh, we we got a couple people watching, uh, Mark and Chris. So I, I kind of forgot to mention this, but uh, if anyone who is watching has any questions for uh, uh, for Manny or myself, you know, you can just paste it in the comment section uh, just on the live video feed. So uh, yeah. So um, all right. So Yamaha champion. So maybe um maybe talk talk a little bit. I'm curious. Like what was like so. So the Yamaha champions, right? So you are a trained instructor. Was it, I'm guessing kind of you first went through like the Yamaha champions training as a rider and then did instructor training or did they kind yeah, of? Yeah. So uh, they, they have a process for their program. Um, it's their three C program. Uh, I originally did a, I was the first person that went through the program with them, uh, you know, uh, with them developing the program. This was back in 2016, 17, I'd like to say, give or take. And uh, it was awesome experience going through everything with them. You know, great opportunity they gave me. And uh, they originally have you come in as a student. After that, they come, you go in and observe. But after that, you come in and you guest coach with them. And, you know, they, they, they go through their own processes to, you know, make sure that you're of caliber to, you know, uh, use their name pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that was about them. And that was back in, I believe I was about 2017, give or take. Right. And then after that, they want you to come back and uh, recertify every other year. At this point, I haven't had the opportunity to, to recertify with them, but, uh, you know, I still believe in their program and everything that they teach. And, you know, they have, uh, like I said, a lot to learn from. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Have you like w- once, once you completed the instructor training, like, did you coach with them at all? Or you kind of just, like focused on uh, no, what you're doing at safety track no i, I mean I'm, I'm the uh i've always been at safety track um i was there before i was with the yamaha program right uh, right i did a number i did a handful of, of uh, events with with the yamaha school you know between arizona and jersey and the one time they came to uh, one of the two times they came to safety track and uh but that was really about it and then you know time went by life took over and you know, everybody goes on about their life. Sure, 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 sure. So, how did um, so how did Riders Academy come into existence? So, shortly after, uh, you know, me gathering all education from everybody and a couple certifications, and uh, saw our home, my home track, you know, and safety track needed a more reliable riding program, and you know, we kind of had something going on, but nothing really very structured curriculum at all or and so you know i sat down with the track owner you know pitched him an idea and you know it's been working ever since Mm -hmm. cool 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 and this is is this pretty much your first kind of like full season with writers academy or this is i want to say this is our third Third. okay it feels like our first full season just because uh after the the first two years, you know, it's been building up, building up a little bit of steam. And this year it's really kind of taken off and, you know, our classes are overbooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice problem to have. <laughs> yeah. So it's been working out pretty good. Thank God for that. And, you know, honestly, it's all due to, you know, guys like yourself and word of mouth and, 
you know, uh, we've had a lot of uh, repeat offenders to the class and, mm-hmm. you know, they bring their friends or family and yeah, it really works out pretty good. You know, we have one guy in the class with his, his two kids, uh, two older guys, you know, a father and a son. And, you know, it's awesome to see uh, the, the spread of people that we get. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I would like to take a little break here to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by the following supporters of my podcast. Thumper Club member John Gardner, also known as G4. Parallel Twin Club members Shane Patella and Jerry Vavaro. V-Twin Club member Harley Nemzer from the On the Road Again Motorcycle School. Triple Club member Aaron at The Motorcycle Rider. Inline Four Club members Andrew Goodman, author of the book Shiny Side Up, From First Ride to Fast Rider, and Richard Warfield Jr. of R-Dub Studios and the Loud Pipes Podcast. And V4 Club members Robbie Ciccolo Jr., the Moto America Twins Cup racer and N2 track day coach, and John Del Vecchio from the Street Skills LLC Motorcycle Riding School and author of the book and online course Cornering Confidence. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. If you feel you're getting value from my podcast and you would like to join these supporters to help grow my podcast and other motorcycle-related content and thus contribute to the growth of the sport of motorcycling, please check out the podcast supporters link on my website. And now back to the show. And so basically like, you know, I, I mean, I did the Riders Academy once, right? I did the one day, but I'm guessing it's pretty much an open-ended program, right? Like, so, so in other words, depending on what, like whatever level you come in as a rider, right? Yep. You got, you guys will adjust the instruction accordingly. So yep. like, right. like, like in a way it kind of reminds me of like, you know, California Superbike school, like level four, right? You can do level four, as many times as you want, each time you come, they evaluate your, your abilities and what you're doing, and then they have a specific custom tailored program to help work on what you need help with. So yeah. pretty, pretty much you're the same, that, that kind of approach, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's going to be your, your, your finishing point at any program, really, right? You know, we can always indefinitely improve on what we're doing. Right. Uh, so the degree of application starts to change at, you know, every return to the school, you know, versus, uh, you know, teaching you how to pay attention to your initial breaks versus, you know, where you're getting to the meat of your breaks, you know, where are you, uh, where's the slowest point of your turn? Um, those are the degrees of application that are going to start getting tweaked as we start getting higher and more advanced. But generally, you're kind of learning the same thing across the board, just according to our our, our rider. And it's yeah. been nice watching a lot of our riders that have started our program from a novice level, from a beginner level, and now are in uh, expert pace, which is uh, awesome to look to see. That's cool. That's got to be pretty rewarding just to yeah, see like, cool. how people are progressing and know that you're, you know, you basically have helped make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I, have, I have an angry wife say, you know, he's spending all his money on track stuff. I know I did something right. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Right. That's the, the signs of success. with the whole thing. <laughs> um, What um, obviously it varies like individual to individual, I'm sure, but is there kind of um. A, a pattern that you find works, you know, like, like, you know, a rider does a day of riders Academy and then like they do a couple track days on their own kind of like, like what, what kind of works? Like what's the ratio, you know, yeah, you're there, there's no replacement for seat time. Yeah. yeah. Some people are 
total freaks of nature and instantly suck it right up uh, as a sponge. Yeah. And some others take it a little longer. You know, I had some young kid that, that came to school with us, you know, spent four days on a bike and on the fourth day had his elbow down and was running an expert pace set for, at the track. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, and I mean, and wasn't struggling to do it and just, you know, totally fell into it 100% naturally. And, you know, yeah, we helped them get there, but, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the kid just had a natural ability. It was absolutely amazing. Um, somebody like myself, you know, I didn't have that super duper natural ability like that. And I had to work for it a little bit more. And, you know, at the age of 40, I'm still working to, you know, try to improve. And, you know, like we said before, you know, we can always indefinitely keep uh, uh, working on stuff, you know, always, you know, working on what my feet are doing, you know, keeping the arms loose and, you know, et cetera. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of interesting, like, because uh, this came up, you know, I was doing Superbike School, um, where one one of the one of the drills you do, I'm trying to think, first day, level one, they call it quick turn, but basically, you know, learning to, as you know, like, initiate a turn very quickly, um, you know, just by a pro- appropriate pressure on the handlebars, and I think I had I was doing it pretty good, or at least you know when we did that drill, like the coach was okay by the end, he's like, cool, you know, you're doing that properly. But then on day two, doing level two, whatever, the, there's like all drills related to vision and, you know, learning to properly look in the right places, you know, to basically open up your field of view and right, um, slow down, you know, slow down mentally your, your speed and whatever. Um, but what was interesting was he was like, he's like, it was towards the end of the day. He goes, I've been wanting to mention this all day long, but he's like, we, I wanted you to focus on these other things. He's like, yesterday you were doing awesome at the quick turn. And now, like all of a sudden, it went away, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I didn't like, I didn't doubt him, but I was like, wow, hmm, that's like really interesting. I was not aware of that, right? So he's like, okay, so this time, this session, I want you to focus on that, and it was just really interesting. Like, I I didn't realize it's not like I was struggling, but when I put my attention on doing that, initiating the turn, you know, quick, doing the quick turn approach, all of a sudden the bike just, you know, I was going into the turn, the bike just went. Whoop. <laughs> And I just got online and I hit my apex and I hit my exit mark, you know, and, and so that the point just is like the fact that you can, you, you kind of know how to do the thing, but there's so much nuance. And it was one of the things you had said, I think it was in the writer's Academy that I really liked the point about this activity of motorcycling and riding on the track is actually very simple, but it's also very involved. Like it, it, it there's, there's a lot of nuance to it. Right. Yeah. So the principles are pretty easy to understand, but then you get on track and to keep it all going smoothly, you know, and, and, and I guess it's the sign of whether or not a person has really mastered it, right? Like in my case, I was doing the quick turn well, but it hadn't, I guess I hadn't really integrated it into my muscle memory and whatever so that it was just naturally something I was doing. I guess I was thinking about it kind of thing, right? And as we know, the faster we go, the less you can afford to think. If we can get out of our own brain's way, it would be a great thing, right? Oh, it's so funny, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's funny, too. I was listening to – actually, I, was, I haven't done it. I'm going to post it on the – share the link on my Facebook. Um, I was listening to one of Ken Hill's podcasts. It's actually his most recent episode. And the title was something like How Not to Crash or, or How to Avoid Crashing, something like that. And it was really interesting. It was very short. It was like 20 minutes or something. But his basic point was the importance of 
before before you do like a track day or a race day or something, I forget what the, the phrase he used, but basically prepping yourself. Oh, it was it was about conditions. What's the conditions? But he's like, yes, there's the conditions. Like, what's the weather conditions and what's the track conditions? But it's like, what's your condition? You're like, what's your mental frame of mind? And he said one of the things is to slow your mind down. You know, because that's when you're not paying attention and you're missing stuff and you're making mistakes. And and in particular, I guess what the reason he did this episode is, you know, he had just come from a track day recently and he, evidently he coached. I didn't realize he coaches car drivers as well as motorcycle drivers, riders. Yeah, I'm post something about that. Uh, yeah. And um, anyway, the, he was like, he's like, during the course of the day, I just saw people flying off the track and it's like, it wasn't necessary. It's like, like, like slow, like relatively like slow speed stuff that you should not be flying off the track. <laughs> so anyway, so he decided to do this little podcast episode. So you know, I'll, I'll actually in the, in this, in this podcast episode, I'll put the link if people want to check it out, but that's, that's one of many resources. There's, there's so many like good podcasts and things out there. So between, you know, doing courses like with training, like you have with writers Academy, you know, it's like reading books and like I said, this podcast and all kinds of videos and stuff like that. If, if people take the time, go to the trouble, there's really a lot, a lot you can kind of use to, you know, really continue to build your skills and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's like always constantly keep searching for, the, for different schools, you know, there's something to learn from everybody, you know, uh, pick and choose those coaches that you might see at track days. <laughs> Not yeah. all coaches are <laughs> the ones, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You might come, come across some of those in the, uh, the same respect. You know, you're going to find some fantastic guys at regular track days also that really want to help. And right. you need more guys like that out there. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. What um, – what's kind of the mix like in riders Academy of people you get like, like between, you know, people who want to improve their street riding, people who want to get better at track days, people who are racing. Is there kind of a consistent mix there? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty, uh, I mean, we definitely get more of a track flavored crew. Um, and then, you know, seems to be most of the newer faces that we see seem to be the guys that are kind of teeter tottering on the fence between that, track and street riding still mm. and like most of us most of us seem to uh, uh, find out that you know after we find the track we tend to do like <laughs> street <riding>. one way <laughs> yeah um but uh, obviously the guys that are still riding on the street you know we try to you know paint the picture to them that you know what we're doing on the track is not necessarily applied on the street but the habits that we are instilling can definitely save you on on your regular street rides right. you know versus uh you know you get your regular track day guys that only ride the track which is you know a good portion of the type of people that we deal with and you know those guys were dealing anywhere from you know absolute uh rookie level riders up to novice intermediate into expert group that this uh, past uh, Riders Academy date that we just had uh, this past week. And uh, we had about, you know, three or four expert level riders, about four or five um, uh, intermediate level riders. And I think about 13 or 12 uh, novice pace riders. Um, so there was a pretty big spread there. And yeah. we have a team of coaches that work with us and, you know, are able to sift through the, uh, students and figure out who's who and you know it, it, it's a great mix of people that are working together there mm -hmm. that's cool of of the the novice level riders is it like mostly new people 
you know, is it people that just aren't picking it up that fast? I, I mean, I guess kind of, kind of a mix. Like I, I, what I'm just wondering basically is, is it like a sign, like the large novice group, is it a sign that more and more people are getting interested? Yeah, I think our, I think our track itself has done an awesome job by, uh, you know, enticing the curious minds of, of, of uh, riding. There's a, I remember once upon a time when I wanted to first start riding track days, you know, it was kind of intimidating and uh, difficult to, to sort out what you needed to do. And, you know, do you, who, who do you hang out with? You know, I, I don't want to be a slow person. Is it okay to do this or not? You know, you, you know, your mind's going a thousand different places at once versus at our track, we kind of pinpointed a, specific weekends for rookie riders people that haven't been to the track at all yeah. which kind of turned out pretty nice and uh, uh greg started this and i want to say probably about two years ago at least now uh maybe even more actually um the rookie day rookie weekends and it's a weekend full of you know new riders that have been curious about the racetrack have mostly never been on a racetrack you know have done a lot of street riding or maybe haven't done much street riding and you know some of them are just curious about riding a motorcycle in a controlled environment right. so you know we get everybody together on a weekend and you know you have everybody every most of the people there are in the same boat as you so you know there's no real subconscious uh, 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 thoughts of uh, mixing in with the with the right people or not, you know, everybody's on the same level that you are. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's brought a lot of people to the to the sport, and then, you know, once we get them through the game, you know, we can kind of show them, you know, what the track is really about. You know, the family environment, and you know, uh, bringing everybody in and making sure everybody has a good time. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the, the rookie program is awesome. I mean, that that's how I started. And, you know, like I said, I, I because I was, was interested in New York Safety Track for a while, I was on the mailing list probably since last season, um, you know, hadn't quite worked it out yet. And then when, you know, again, COVID and things are starting to open up and the schedule came out, I just remember getting an email and it was like, it was kind of highlighted as, oh, and by the way, you know, we're doing a rookie day. I'm like, rookie day? Oh, that, so that sounds awesome. Let me check this out. <laughs> now, and, uh, so, yeah, so sure enough, I was like, you know, I called up. It was very easy to sign up. And, uh, yeah, it, it was it was just really cool, like the way that you guys just walk people through the whole thing. So Because I've talked to other people who started track days years and years ago where – you know, maybe it wasn't on purpose, but it was intimidating, they said, because, you know, it's like any new thing, right? Like you don't know people and they don't know you. And it's like, who who can you talk to and whatever um, the program you guys have, it, it just, it just steps you through. Right. And so it's like, yeah. okay, let's orient to the track. Here's how things go. Here's the flags. Okay. Let's go out on the track afterwards. All right, let's get together and let's talk about what happened. Yep. How did it go? Who had problems? Kinda, you know, and then yeah. a little bit and get, get you familiar and then most most people, if we did our job right as a team over there, you know, most of them end up coming back like yourself and sign up for the Riders Academy day. Right. That allows you to start getting some real, uh, some deeper uh, uh, knowledge about the machine and the track and what's happening. And then from there, you know, a lot of people end up doing uh, the private coaching coaching uh, with us, you know, and then you get myself or one of the other coaches uh, uh, solely for, uh, for yourself for the whole day. and. Right. It's a it's a great program that we got developing. No, yeah, it, it it is a really good progression. Like I said, it just timing wise, it worked perfect. And in fact, it's funny because the Writers Academy, I I wasn't planning to do it, and I 
like in retrospect, I think I knew about it, but I hadn't, I wasn't thinking with doing it. I, you know, so I, I did the rookie day and then I was like, okay, I, I, I'd like more of this. So I signed up for a novice day. <laughs> and then uh, Rishi, who, I don't know if you remember him by name, yep. but uh, he was on the, uh, the Yamaha R6, right? And, um, you know, he, uh, he contacted me and he's like, hey, Chris, you know, I checked it out in New York Safety Track and they're doing this Riders Academy. Like, I'm, I'm going to go. Like, do you want to go with me? And I was like, that sounds really cool. Like, I didn't know much about it. I hadn't read the description. It's like, well, yeah, it sounds good, but I'm signed up. Like, I'm renting a bike. I'm already spending money for a track day and renting a bike. And, you know, that's like a week and a half away or something. It's like, well, you know, maybe sometime. But he just, like, kept pushing, like, like, like in a friendly way, just, like, persistent, persistent. And I'm like, I don't know. Let me think about it. So I was like, all right, well, this guy's really hot on this idea. So I went to the website and I, I looked at the description. And I was like, okay, now I get, like, reading the description, I'm like, and in fact, actually, hold on a second, because and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, I have it in my my little outline here. I think this is the description. And tell me if, if this is for Writers Academy. It says your on track experience will consist of individualized groups of four or less with an instructor to analyze and determine the next steps towards progress. We will then return to the classroom after every session and discuss your on track experience and growth. So I read that and whatever else it says there for Writers Academy, and I'm like okay, I'm sold. So <laughs> I called him back. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in. And it actually was, it ended up being before the novice class, which was good. Like it worked out really well. So I kind of stumbled into what I think is, is the, I guess the progression you guys intended what worked out very well, which is rookie day, get oriented, figure it out, feel, okay, I can do this track day thing. Writers Academy, get some skills. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to improve? And then it was good doing the novice day and just having a chance, you know, the people around to ask questions if I needed help, but I could just go out on the track and just now focus, like you said, seat time. It's like, now let me apply what I've learned the way I think I understand it and, and just try, try it out, try it out, practice, practice, practice. It's kind of funny, actually, because when I did the novice day, I, I goofed. I accidentally ended up one session. I was actually in the intermediate group, intermediate class, <laughs> and, uh, which, 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 which was like fine. Um, except it was weird. Like I'm out on the track going, why is everybody passing? Me? <laughs> like, this, this, this has not been happening the rest of the day. And, and there was even an instructor who, um, you know, he just got in front of me and he tapped the back of the bike. Okay, follow me. And he was like, showing me the lines or whatever. And uh, at the end of the session, we pulled off the track and he just like, Hey, how was that? And I was like, Oh man, I really helped. You know, I could see what you were getting at and it really helped me improve my lines or whatever. And he fist bumped me. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> and then I, then I got off the track. Right. And I'm sitting at one of the picnic tables in the shade and I'm like, I don't listen to the bikes out on the track. And I'm like, where's, where's all the novice class guys. Right. It's like, and then I realized that was novice class out there. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It, it was, it was kind of interesting experience, but <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Every now and then that does happen to somebody and you know, they do end up coming, coming off track and like, Holy, Holy crap. Those, those guys are really moving out there. You know, yeah. It, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny to watch yeah. though. Uh, but uh, anyway, whatever I survived, I survived it, so it was good. I mean, I'm still very happy with novice class, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll nothing. do it uh, quite a while. So. I saw some of the pictures that Peter took, and uh, they, they look pretty good. You look comfortable. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's getting there. Doing the 400 was a good it was a good idea. I mean, riding my bike 
which is the, you know, the, the Z900 RS, you know, it's a, almost a leader bike. It's fine, but, you know, it is Japanese standard, so it's more upright position. It's not, you can still do upper, you know, move your upper body, but you can't really, you're not going to get your arm across the tank. It, it's just not, it's just not the same. So plus, you know, plus it's my street bike and it's my baby. And, you know, not, not, that, I, not that I plan on dropping, you know, or sending a bike, but, you know, it's like. Don't hit the back. Mine, right? I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd rather do it with one where I could pay to replace the plastic and stuff. Yeah, you, know? you, wanna, <laughs> you wrote it there. Like, you want to make sure you ride it home, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but um, no, especially for that track and and just for my skill level, the four hundred is perfect, and that's what I, I'll probably continue to do. That eventually, I don't see it this year, but I think for next year, I probably will buy a track, you know, dedicated track bike. Um, haven't quite decided what yet, but yeah, yeah. I, I want to squeeze in at least one more track day with you guys. This uh, maybe two if I can, and I'll, I'll probably rent you know rent one of your bikes. Yeah, the, the, the Ninja Four Hundreds are fantastic on yeah. the track. They really are. I, I, I underestimated them at first, man, and uh, they're 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 a blast to ride. They got good power up top mm-hmm. for what they are, and yep. a perfect bike for our track. You know, uh, nice tight sections, and you know, ripping yeah. right. On that little uh, yeah. and, and I think you had told me, right, that like some of the fastest guy in expert group are riding 400s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got the guys out there on these big leader bikes and, you know, you got better riders on these 400s, you know, crawling right up inside of them and, you know, they blast past them down the straightaway and, you know, by the time turn three comes around, you know, here comes that little bike again. <laughs> right. No, yeah, there's a lot to learn from those little bikes. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I don't know if you saw. I posted on Facebook today, like one of the pictures they took at the Jersey Motorsports Park was of me in a turn, turn or two before you get to the main straightaway. And uh, you see a gold wing. And actually, I remember getting passed by this guy on the main straightaway. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's so funny, right? Because the S1000R is a good-sized bike. I mean, it's a leader bike. It's you know, a full-size bike. But then you see, like, the, the goal wing looks like three times the width, right? And he's, he's like, right up on my tail. And, um, and I, like I said, I remember, I remember going into the, the, the last turnout to the main straightaway. He was like, wham, just boom. You know, and, and the point being, yeah, I think he's a much more experienced rider. And I think, I, would say he, so. I think he probably was level four. And I think he just, whatever, I hadn't, didn't get a chance to meet the guy, but I'm guessing that's his bike. And, he, you know, he just wanted to learn how to rail on that thing, you know. Sure. Well, yeah. but, um, but just the point being, you know, Goldwing's a powerful bike, but it's a hell of a lot more. It's a hell of yeah. a lot heavier too. You know, I, yes, and a couple two hundred pounds heavier. So. I would say a lot of that to you know the, the level of uh, comfort you have on your bike. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you, know, uh, you go out there on the S one thousand, and you know, yeah, that's an amazing bike, amazing machine. You know, made for the track. But you know, if you've never sat on one before and you've never been on a big bike before, you're gonna get on that thing, and you know, it's gonna be a scary experience, man. Yeah. I think. That, yeah. that thing's a uh, missile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it was kind of cool because the way they do it, I, but one of the things that's nice, right? So you got the quick shifter on it. But most, of, most of the drills I didn't need to shift, right? They start out, you know, it's like, okay, so this drill, we're going to get in fourth gear and that's it around the track the whole time. And you could do it. It's got such a broad torque band and whatever, right? And then, you know, eventually it's like, okay, this, 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 you know, lesson is going to be third and fourth gear. And then eventually it's first through fourth, but you know, at no point, at least in level one and two, do they say, you know, go above fourth gear. Um, you know, but they start out, you know, the bike's in rain mode. So you got the traction control kicking in and it's, you know, moderating throttle or whatever. Then, 
as things progress, they eventually put it in road mode. You know, I'm guessing when you do the other levels and you get more comfortable, like they'll put it in sport mode or custom yeah. mode for you. So, so it, it, it's a little bit tame, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's a powerful, it's a powerful bike. It was, it was good though. Cause I wasn't intimidated by it at all. Um, you know, and then it helped renting, you know, the Ninja riding the Ninja I rented from you guys. Um, you know, and I've ridden some other bikes like demoed, like I've demoed like a KTM Super Duke 1290 and, you know, some of this other stuff. So I had some experience with it. Um, but yes, th- that is a bike. You can definitely get yourself in trouble. If you, you, know, if you make a mistake, or, you know, you get a little too exuberant. And there was, you know, over the two days, there was a couple off tracks, you know, a couple guys r- ran off the track two or three students. There was a, at least a coach that low sided. Um, I guess, you know, he was, he went out, his tires were not quite warmed up yet. You know, he was a little, a little yeah. exuberant. <laughs> but, number one reason, number one reason we crash our bike. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So interesting stuff. Um, so I, I probably should have asked this to you at the beginning, but how, how'd you get started in motorcycling? Like what was the, the everyone, like everyone's got their story or, you know, how they got started. I don't know. My first bike was a little CRF 80. My neighbor at the time, you know, when I was a kid, was a garbage man, and he found this thing in the trash and fixed it up, and he sold it for, to me and my 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 buddy for like twenty three dollars, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> and you know, we started blasting around the neighborhood and getting in trouble. And I don't know, years went by, and eventually I got a street bike. I did my first track day in New Jersey, and been hooked ever since i did my first track day with uh i believe it was team promotion oh wow Don't, i've never even heard of them yeah team promotion um uh and this is uh when uh yeah this is a long time ago man and uh that was it i stopped riding the street and actually started riding the street again maybe two years ago give or take mm-hmm. and uh I rarely ride the street here and there, but, uh, you know, I'm at the track every weekend. Safety track is my home. And they're your home away from home and your, whatever, your second life. Yeah. Other, other life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Easy to, to stay there. So, you know, yeah. This is a quick break to mention the affiliates program for my podcast. If you go to the affiliates page on my website, you'll see the companies that I have partnered with to bring you some of the motorcycle gear and services that I use myself. Not only will you benefit from their products and services, but depending on the product you choose, you may also get a discount. By using these links to make a purchase, you will also be supporting the podcast and my goal to help grow the sport of motorcycling. My affiliate partners are author Andrew Goodman and his book, Shiny Side Up, From First Ride to Fast Rider. Bond Body Armor, which provides excellent armored gear for hot weather conditions that can also be used year-round with the cool weather gear you probably already have. Brake Free, makers of the smart brake light for your helmet, Heroic Racing Apparel, designer and manufacturer of high-quality custom and off-the-rack gear for street and track riding, including leather gloves, jackets, track suits, and their armored Kevlar hoodie. Motul, which provides the slacker digital suspension tuner, which makes it easy for anyone to set the front and rear seg on their motorcycle without needing help from anyone else. And Street Skills LLC, which provides the Cornering Confidence book and online course, which really helped me improve my street riding skills, including the proper use of trail braking. And now back to the show. Do you uh, you have a street bike now? Yeah, I got a 2013 Hyper Motard 796. Oh, cool. 
yeah, I like that thing. It's a nice, pretty, nice, nice. pretty fun bike. It's uh, easy to ride. It's fun. It's uh, not totally fast enough to get me in any real trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, tops at it, like I think like 110, 120 miles an hour or something like that, and it has to really work to get there. So, uh, you know, I think my crotch rocket days on the street are definitely over. Uh, yeah, I, I know. A lot, a lot of people kind of go that route, I think, once once they find track days and, you know. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say to you before, too. You, you mentioned about, you know, you kind of have like novice class or, or, you know, when people first start in a, at like safety track, they're kind of like, you know, on the fence, you know, they're going to stay street, they're going to go track or whatever. And I, I'm, I'm guessing a majority of those people just haven't done enough track days. You know, like yeah. once they've done enough, they'll be like, okay, track is the thing. I, you know, yeah. Some, it may, you know, it's like, well, no, it's not my thing. I just like, you know, I just like tr- street and whatever. And that's fine too. I mean, I still enjoy riding on the street. I think what's really cool about finally doing the track stuff is, and it's not like I was ever a crazy rider on the street, but it, it totally handles that, you know, that like, I don't know, like you're on the street and you see this really cool turn or corner or section and it's like, I just want to get on the throttle and I just want to do this thing, you know? And it's like you get on the track where you really have some really cool turns and, and challenging technical stuff. And it's like, you, you kind of, you get to do that thing and then you're on the street and it's like, all right, we can just, we can, just, rela- we can just relax a little bit. Let's just enjoy the scenery. <laughs> you know, like, it kind of feeds the needs for speed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the adrenaline yeah. rush and, you know, whatever, whatever people might be looking. Yeah, for. no, it's, it's, it definitely is a, a, a a good way to, to you know, uh, alleviate that aggression, you know, but uh, uh, the, the things that we could, we, we learned there, you know, definitely say, help us on the street also. And, uh, oh, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I haven't been really big on the street just over the years, you know, seeing how many people are texting and this and that, and, you know, all the new variables that have happened out there. And it's just, right. it's just I've been on the track for so long that, you know, I go out there and I, I feel like a total novice rookie rider on the street. Oh yeah. I start tensing up. I I start like looking around and, you know, I get scared. Yeah. I've heard other, other riders talk about that. It's because it is, it's, it's a different, you know, the, the, the techniques are the same, you know, the physics is the same, but yeah, it's a, it, it's a different thing, right? Street riding is a, it's its own thing. You know, it's like oh, it yeah. has it oh, has yeah. its own things you need to practice and be aware. And you can't, unfortunately, have all your attention on your perfect line. You know, it's got to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, on the truck and the car and the whatever the dog that's going to run out from somebody's yard kind of thing. Yeah, I go for a street ride. I got my phone clipped onto my handlebars. I got my navigation going. Right. right I got right. Tina playing my music. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cruising but, along. But I think it's good that you could. Just just separate the two then you know and it's yeah. like street riding and street riding and then you you know you need the adrenaline rush and you want to push it and test yourself we'll go to the track you know it's like yeah. you know, it's not foolproof and it's not say 100 percent safe no, but it's, it's you know way. it's way way better way to do it you know yeah I'll, I'll take a spill on the track any day over yeah. you know on a highway or you know in the middle of town or something like yeah, that yeah yeah i mean speaking of spills you see uh Vinales, that the, the yeah, last, yeah, the last race man having to bail at 120 miles an hour because his brakes failed. Yeah, the guys are giving these guys parachutes for something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a testament to one, you know, their fitness, I guess, and you know, and and they kind of know how to fall off motorcycles at, at high speed and whatever, and and their and their skill and and the gear they have, but yeah, the, the, there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of luck. A lot of luck. Bank right there, man. Yeah, yeah. Like because you look too, like at the crash was it Zarco and whoever it was on the that that one straightaway that they almost nailed. uh, Previous weekend, yeah, 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 almost nailed Vinales and uh, and Rossi. Rossi, Uh, that was amazing. That like that's that's like an absolute miracle. That's like that's nightmare stuff. Like if you don't believe in if you don't believe in God or something, man. After that, (laughs) you believe you got to believe. Exactly. It was interesting how many riders said that without saying it. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, somebody was looking out for me or it's for them oh, or, or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's one of those nine they, lives. They had two, and they had two real nasty ones that week. And um, uh, that's right. Moto, uh, the Moto two Moto, race. Yep. Was, what, yep. The Moto was two, the Moto two, right? And you're right. Yeah. Where, yeah. The, the the guy, whatever he, what did he do? He kind of no, he high sided, right? He high sided. Uh, the one guy got. Yeah, and the he got off the track. The bike started uh, the bike. Uh, rolling around, and the other guy behind him like just railed right into the bike that was rolling. Yeah, off. just <laughs> split it, split it in half. Yeah, that that was a nasty one. That was yeah. a nasty one. Yeah, and then there was the Moto. No, wait, the Junior Cup race, right? In yeah. um, Moto America, they had a real nasty one. Yeah, actually, actually, it's interesting you mention it because I was in that turn. I actually oh, got right. photo. I actually got photos. Actually, Moto America used one of them on their website. Um, I was, I was just about to leave the spot where I was, you know, coming down that, that little bit of a hill there. And, uh, fortunately I was looking through the camera <laughs> and, uh, I was like, all right, let me get a last few shots. And it was just like all hell broke loose. I mean, yeah. What was it? Uh, Dominic, no, Dominic Doyle. I think, I think, I think it was Dominic Doyle, but someone got off onto the grass and, and it's like a turn to the right. And then he did the best he could to control it, but he just lost it and the bike just slid out onto the track. And yeah, yeah he actually got hit, hit in the back by, uh, yeah, the, and then he got the, hit the by girl, the girl rider. I forget her name. Um, yeah. Which that's, that stinks too, is it's like, you know, she's just riding through the track, you know, and, and they said she did a, a good job at slowing down, but you, know, yeah, you, gotta, but you hit no, anybody, you're going to feel bad, you know? Man, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but whatever na- nature of the game, I mean, the, the more racers I talk to and interview, it's just, you know, whatever. It's, it's a, just an acceptable risk. It's something, yeah, it just can happen. So you got to just. This, it's what we do. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. Part, part of the whole package. Part of the whole package. Yeah, I actually had, I had a nasty one uh, about a week ago myself. Oh, did you? Up, yeah, up, yeah. Up at yeah. safety tracker. Yeah, yeah. I uh, hammering along and, uh, you know, asked a little too much of the front tire. And, you know, thank God we have uh, airbag vests. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's cool. I know I see a lot of guys wearing them now, which is really good. But uh, like we, we, it was a. We're gonna end up using the video on the posting on the Riders Academy page. Most likely, uh, the photographer Peter uh, ended up getting a video of uh, the tumble. Oh, good. Okay. And, and ended up becoming like a textbook tumble. It was a pretty good. Uh, you know, started moving, t- tumbling along, and everything tucked up real nice and tight, and mm-hmm. you know, came out unscathed, and it was it was pretty good actually it was it was uh, it was nice to be able to laugh at, about it afterwards no actually. for sure <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're okay that's good news yeah. which uh which bike were you on on uh the supermoto fs uh 450 okay uh, is, is, is that the only bike you're riding at the track now or because no, i, I know it. like the photo you sent me is you're on the ktm was that 360 or something yeah i got a uh, the rc 390 oh 390 okay yeah i got an rc 390 that i ride up there the uh, FS450 I ride up there, and uh, every now and then I play around on a little uh, TE250. It's a, it's a two-stroke 
Husqvarna, Supermoto that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, play around with up there too. It's pretty nice, but I think we're getting rid of that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Too many uh, bikes on this table? Yeah, <laughs> wife uh, wife said it's time to clean some stuff out. So uh, okay, well. we think we got like about four Supermotos in there. So yeah, at least two of them got to go. <laughs> time to thin the herd a little bit. That's funny. Um, you ever get a chance to ride any of the Ducatis and whatever that's up there? Like the, the people that are up there let you ride their bikes? or? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, those things are... That, that those things are absolute machines, man. Uh, uh, like uh, Panigale, eleven ninety nine Panigale. I, I have, yeah. I have one of those, and uh, dude, it's just such a fast bike. I mean, you put it in rain mode, you're coming down the front straightaway, the front end's floating all over the place, and you know, it just hold hold on for the whole ride, and yeah. you know, and uh, you know, cross your finger, <laughs> 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 which is awful for me to say, yeah. man. But uh, that that it's it's a lot of work, so. You know, as time's gone by, I just kind of stuck to, you know, my Supermoto and the RC390, especially with the coaching. Yeah. You know, with coaching the Supermoto is just so much easier. You know, I can turn around anywhere I want. I can point the right. bike wherever I want. And, uh, yeah. uh, I mean, the bike, I think it tops out at... I thought it topped out at 115, but one of the coaches clocked me in at 122 this weekend. Oh, okay. So, so now you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty good, actually. More but, fast enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, I mean, that's all she's got, though. So, uh, and, you know, just like I, I said, as time's gone by, I've, you know, the big bites have just become a lot of work for me as far as coaching goes. So this, the small bikes have uh, allowed me to work a little harder, you know, squeeze out that degree of application and right. learn how to keep up with some bigger bikes. It's made me a better rider. And, uh, you know, most importantly, it's e easiest for me to turn around and look back on that. No, that, <laughs> no, that, 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 yeah, that's huge. I know, like, you know, Superbike School, they have rearview mirrors on the bikes. But, um, yeah. yeah, if... Um, yeah, if that makes it easier to do the coaching thing, yeah. whatever, that sounds really good. Of um, of of the high power bikes, like the leader and above bikes you've ridden up there, like does one stand out as your favorite? Uh, I don't know. I, I really like the Yamaha, man. R one. Yeah, the mm -hmm. R one M is an absolute animal. It's uh, you know, too much bike for me to be able to get used to riding all the time, man. God bless mm -hmm. the guys that are out there hammering on those things, <laughs> lap after lap, man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's too much for me, but uh, that 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 I think that's like an unbelievable machine. Just the yeah. sound that thing produces with the uh, uh, the design of the crank and everything. I love the look of it, yeah. the technology they put on that thing. I think that thing's an absolute machine. Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm a pretty simple guy. I really like chat bikes. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Now that's one thing I was going to say though. That, that's one of the, th the the things that impressed me, or or I should it's a impacted me, I guess the first day I went up to safety track is, you know, when, when, when the expert class went out, right. And you get the leader bikes and whatever. And it, it just had the sound and smell of being like at a motor America. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, God, I missed this so much. You know? so it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Some of the, some of the money these guys put into their yeah. bikes. Yeah. Days, oh man and it's it's uh they some of them know how to ride them really well and then you know on the same hand you know you got some guys out there that are you know they could probably be better riders by you know taking a page out of your book and Step down, you know yeah. stepping down to a controllable bike you know right, right. but uh when you get a rider out there that knows how to control that machine it's it's amazing to watch and uh, you know we got a good handful of guys up at the track that are fast you know, 
oh yeah talented riders man it's, it, it's really cool to watch these guys that's cool that's cool who's who's got the the lap record uh some random guy that comes up every now uh he comes up a handful of times a year his name's like basley or something like that and he's like our regular you know he's he's a regular weekend rider you know does some racing here and there and stuff like that and uh i think he laid down like a 27 i forgot it was like a mid mid uh 27 something and um uh that that guy's that guy's moving and you know i think there's a couple other moto america guys that have come by that have laid down some faster laps right, okay. uh, unofficially right. but for the regular track day guys that's uh that's what these guys are laying down yeah. we got two guys we got some guys at the track right now that are laying down 28s like consistently mm-hmm. which is these, these guys are squeezing to you know, run that track record, like as a, at a consistent level. And, uh, right. uh, uh these guys are definitely going to do it. They're, they're, uh, they've been there every weekend. They've been putting in the work and, you know, they got the desire and, uh, you know, they're looking to go faster and, uh, you know, I think these guys want to go racing and, you know, they're also very young and eager and, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different uh, di- uh, new breed of guys. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's, yeah. that, that's great to see. Um, what's, what's faster on the track bikes or cars? I'm guessing bikes. Ah, uh, the bikes are, but believe it or not, not, not by that much. too much. Yeah. Not by too much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you do the math on, you know, the dollar amount versus that fast yeah, car. Versus yeah. <laughs> dollars, dollars per horsepower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Now I know one of the, I'm trying to think who it is. One of the Moto America racers, right? Like safety track is their home track for this season. Is it, um, PJ, no, PJ Jacobson. No, um, they signed up uh, with us early in the season. I think that they do some private days here and there. Uh, we don't really get to see them too often, anything like that. But uh, yeah, they did some deal with the the guys at the track. I don't really know how much information to speak on it. Huh? No, it's fine. But so, uh, so I'm guessing basically they like they have the track for the day and they just do their thing, whatever they need to do. Yeah, they I think they they pretty much keep it to themselves on how they yeah. do it. Right. So they can test out their secret weapons or whatever. In a private environment. That's cool. There's um, one a, a last question for you. Do, do you have a wheelie school yet? Up at a the wheelie track? school? Yeah, oh, exactly. I know. I know. I remember seeing, I don't know. I forget what, maybe it was the last day or whatever. I just remember it was like end of the day, last session. You, you just were wheeling like all, all in the heck over the place. And it was like, it was big uh, one no, really but- down the front straightaway, but Believe it or not, actually, I'm actually the last person on earth to teach you how to wheelie. Yeah, okay. I'm a terrible person at wheelies. I actually grabbed the other guys to teach me how to wheelie, which is pretty funny. But uh, the guy that you saw wheeling all day was uh, my one of my our coaches, uh, Joe Ledoux. Oh, okay. And, uh, he was he was riding my motor that day while I was on the three nine. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's a he's that guy's a wheeling the, machine. The wheelie, wheelie master, wheelie king. Oh yeah, that guy's uh he's he's moving on that motor. He's one of the fastest guys there. He's a confident rider. Yeah. He's been doing uh, some loud in our racing and stuff. The guy's oh, wow. been, yeah, he's a real he's a real real talent. A great coach, and uh, you know I love seeing him. Uh, he's he's been really growing as a racer. Hopefully, and uh, I'm really excited for him. He's a good buddy. 
Oh, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so maybe maybe one day, whatever, I'll just you know hit him up. Hey, dude, can you? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude, I got we got, really? a, we got a crew. We got a crew of guys over there. It's about three of them. I'm swear, I'm not joking. At the end of every day, we actually sit there in the paddock, and uh, it's about five of us on these little CRF fifties trying to figure out how to wheel it. Okay. And it's pretty funny because it's like three of us are coaches, and we have zero capability on how to wheelie. Yeah. We can you know, pick up the wheel coming out of a turn and it'll be like power wheeling out, but, right, right. you know, capable of pulling like a fun, you know, woohoo wheelie. It, it's absolutely pathetic to watch and very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like anything else, it's a skill, right? And and I know, uh, I don't know if they're still doing it. I know at least as of last year, there was, uh, I forget what school, what school was, or was there was a, a guy out in California that He's doing a running school. a wheelie school, you know, and you can, and he's actually got a specially rigged up bike, you know. So initially, you know, some kind of yeah, like, a, like a wheelie bar or something, so that you know you can't backflip or whatever. All over, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. because uh, you know, it's either you have a wheelie bar or you just have balls to do or it. You're, yeah, you're willing to get hurt or yeah, whatever. Yeah, fall off. I don't. I, I kind of always picture myself you know cartwheeling myself off this thing and you know i understand you know the tech you know the textbook procedure to it you know i can walk you through it but you know once you put me on the bike you know i I can't i'm incapable of doing it it's just so funny but that's that difference between like i kind of was saying earlier you know it's like the theory and the physics and the technique and there's the art and like you know, you gotta yep. have the, you gotta have the art. If you don't have the art, it's interesting because uh, one of the guys that I've had him on the show and and, and kind of got to know this guy, Jason Madama, is a Twins Cup racer in Moto America, and uh, he's constantly like end of a race. You know, wh- whether he finishes podium or not, he's out there wheeling, and and he he does also some long like you know long you know straightaway wheel, wheelies and stuff like I think that. That's so cool. But 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 the thing is, like you know, I follow him on Facebook, and he's like constantly posting stuff. Like he's practicing all the time. Like it's oh, not, yeah. you know, it's it's not. I don't know what people think. I don't think it's a thing. Like you just like, oh, I me mean, just wheeling. So you know, you just you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a skill. And and like he practices on small bikes and whatever, and bicycles and yeah. So whole 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 different thing. Different different <laughs> thing. Different thing from track day riding. <laughs> Yeah, there's no. We actually get a crew of guys that uh, rent the the track out from us uh, as a private track day, and all these guys do is ride wheelies all day long around okay. the race. Okay. And they don't like go out there and race or you know drag knees or nothing. They these guys they just want a wheelie. They sit there and do wheelies all day long, which I think is you know it's a waste of a track on one end, but on the other end of hand, it's, I guess, you know, they're getting a bunch of guys at the, at the racetrack off the street and, yeah, right. you know, they're acting like hooligans on a racetrack rather yeah. than, you know, on your local neighborhood rolling. <laughs> yeah. More power to them. That's, yeah. Right. That's cool. That's cool. So, uh, Scott, Scott Rabarak joined. He says, uh, hello. Great to see your hey. face. So, Hey Scott, how's it going, man? And he and I are Facebook friends that we're constantly like, whatever. Liking yeah, each other's yeah. posts, I'll, I'll have to meet him in person one of these days. Scott's a Scott's a great guy, man. Uh, uh, met him a number of years ago at the Yamaha School. One of the nicest yeah. guys I've ever met met that's in this cool. sport. Yeah, that's cool, 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 awesome, yeah. awesome. So, uh, before we wind it down, anything you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover, or just anything you know regarding the track and the academy? You know, get no, the, man. Uh, you know, obviously, I'd like to promote the school. You know, yeah. uh, the more the merrier. I think we have a great program it's a uh, uh catered to our student yeah made to 
get you comfortable with the pro with uh, getting your feet wet with the uh, track. If you're a new rider, if you're an intermediate rider, you know we're there to try to help you find out what you can be working on. If you're an expert pace rider, you know we're there to start tweaking on the things that you are working on now, and we're just help you the. Deg- to help you figure out that degree of application and uh, make you a more com- com- uh, comfortable, confident rider out there. And, uh, you know, we love to see new faces at New York safety track. Uh, we love uh, the rookie days that we do. Uh, again, uh, we do the riders Academy days on Fridays and uh, we have a great team and uh, that's, I think all about, I got with you, man. Uh, this is, you know, the first time I've ever done anything like this. So I'm pretty nervous. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I, I think you, I think you did a great job. So I know I've enjoyed talking to you, but uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I love doing this kind of thing because, you know, I experienced it. I've experienced safety track. I did your writer's Academy. So I, I, I know, I know what it is. And so I, you know, that's why I want to encourage people to do it. I think. Yeah. I really appreciate it, man. I think you were a great student and uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank I liked, you. I liked, I liked seeing uh, the pictures that you had. I thought uh, you on yeah, the US was, super, was a really cool picture. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'd like to see you up there again sometime and I'd uh, like to see you come up with some friends and, yeah. you know, uh, show you guys a good time for the weekend, man. Yeah, I know. I know Rishi wants to go again. Actually, he wants to do Riders Academy again. I don't know if I'll do that, but I definitely, like I said, I want to I want to do at least one or two more track days before the season's over because I got to take this everything I learned with you and then this California Superbike School stuff and just get my ass in the seat. and just. So, you know, but- Practice, practice. Um, I guys like to say, repeat offenders. You know, you've been to the yeah, uh, both yeah. before. If you return, you know, we don't go over the same stuff with you again. You know, we no. kind of skip the, you know, basic fundamental stuff that we went over with you the original time and kind of get you on track right away. And you know, with the repeat guys, we like to get you to different coaches so that you know we we also believe that you know I can say the same thing to you ten times and you know this the next coach says it to you once in a different fashion and, you know, you click into it right away. So uh, I like to have a couple of different personalities that work with the school that, you know, can kind of reiterate the same ideas and uh, different flavors for different people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, you, you guys definitely have a great team. I mean, I haven't met all the coaches yet, but everybody I work uh, with has been awesome. I mean, they're just friendly, willing to help. It's like, you know, someone may be direct, like, hey, you know, I need you to take a look at this kind of thing. But it, it's like it's always done. Like you always know they have your best interest in mind, right? And they're just trying yeah, to coach absolutely. you and, and make you a better rider. And yeah, that's like, one thing. If you're we willing make- to listen, you know, you can benefit greatly. That's what it is, man. We, we really make sure that the coaches that work with us have, you know, heart and desire for what they're doing. Yeah. And if uh, the student is willing to you know, have an open ear to what we're throwing down at, you know, 90% of the time, it, it always has that positive result. The other, you know, percentage, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't pick up on the sport and turn their back away from it, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, we do our best with everybody, but, uh, uh, which, which we try to make sure that everybody has the best time possible. And we really have been doing, a. a feel we've been getting good results with it though no that's excellent i mean you know i I think you know it's like anything if there's some people it's just not the thing it's just not their thing and it's probably better they learn that sooner rather than later you know what i mean it's like those are people who get hurt on the street and stuff you know like the the, you know people who don't want to take the time whatever either it's not really their thing and they got pushed into it or they don't want to take the time how to learn to do it 
you know? Yeah, I guess a, a, a common one that I get is, you know, hus- uh, couples, you know, husband and wives. You know, the husband is super duper into it. And, you know, the, wi- the wife wants to be complacent with the husband and make him happy. So, you know, she starts throwing herself on the bike to try to make the husband happy or something like that. And a lot of times it could be vice versa also. Right. And uh, in these situations, sometimes it just doesn't seem to work out well. And, you know, uh, a lot of times we actually find other ways to get those people involved with uh, the culture of the track and everything. And, you know, uh, like I said, you know, at Safety Track, we really try to anybody that comes in, if you have a good attitude and you're fun to be with and, you know, you're about the sport and, you know, we, we, we hope everybody comes and sees us. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So people can find Riders Academy. What's your website? Just ridersacademy.com? Yeah, no, so we actually just have the Facebook page. It's uh, okay. Riders Academy on Facebook, New York Safety mm-hmm. Track. Um, you can always book us through the messenger on the facebook page you can always uh call the track and register and book us through the track uh you can always message the track or the web the facebook page and we can set up private events and there's you know a number of different ways uh, to get in contact with us okay cool Um, yeah no, I was gonna say I'll put like I'll put all that stuff also like in the notes for the podcast, and so like there'll be links awesome. to the New York Safety Track you know website and the Facebook page for Riders Academy and everything, so people listeners will be able to you know find you guys easily. Yeah, that'd be a huge that'd be a huge help, man. I'm, yeah, uh, absolutely, my pleasure doing that, dude. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So thank you to everyone who is watching. So uh, Scott, uh, yep. You, see, you said thanks for hosting these. It's actually, this is a ton of fun for me, Manny. I'm glad you could join me. And uh, Scott, if you ever have suggestions for interv- interviewees or whatever, like let me know subjects or topics. That'd be awesome. Thank you to Chris and Mark who also chimed in. And uh, yeah, definitely check out New York Safety Track and Riders Academy. Like I said, the links will be in the show notes. You can find my podcast at so you want to ride a motorcycle.com and also search that on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you every, again to everyone who tuned in. And uh, Manny, hang tight. Maybe we'll chat a little bit and I'll just yeah, uh, I'll shut down the recording for now. So, uh, all right, awesome. everybody. Good night. Everybody, good night. If you'd like to find out more about my podcast or find the earlier podcast episodes, just point your web browser to soyouwantaridemotorcycle.com or find the link in the show notes included with this episode in your podcast app. If you have any questions about the show or the topics discussed, or if you want to send me feedback, you can email me anytime at soyouwantaride at yahoo.com. That address is also in the podcast notes. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram, where I share lots of links to other people's motorcycle articles and video content, as well as providing a lot of my own motorcycle-related photos and content. Just search for So You Want to Ride, or find the links on my website, or again in the podcast notes. There are two big ways you can help support the show. One is free, and one is paid. If you'd like to help support the podcast financially, you can donate using PayPal by going to paypal.me slash Christopher or just click the donate link at the upper right on my website. I also now have a podcast supporters page on the website, which lists all of the listeners who are supporting the podcast. Total donations of $5 to $9 will make you a member of the Thupper Club, where I'll list your name and any social media links that you want to provide. Donations of $10 and up will make you a member of one of the other clubs where I'll include your photo and biography as well as any links you want to provide. Any commercial organization that would like to support the podcast to help promote their products and services can contact me directly for the available options. All donations will be put to very good use to cover operating expenses and to help promote and expand the podcast.
Anything you care to donate will be greatly appreciated. The free way to help is just help me spread the word so we can continue to grow my online and listener communities. So please share the link to my podcast and my social media with family, friends, and coworkers. And also, please leave me a rating and some comments on iTunes and any other place where you can leave feedback or mention the show. As always, thank you for listening. And just remember, whatever you do, it's always time to ride. Thank <laughs> you.